How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 404 DGS. Happy Wednesday to you. Kind of like a Friday for us for a lot of people. Of course, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Dave Murray says it'll be pretty much like this. So pretty and cold, but you know, it's kind of Thanksgiving-y. Thank you to everyone who has donated to Operation Food Search through Hardee's. We got our first week's total, which we were hoping for around $7,000. You guys did $12,000 plus our very generous donor who anonymously gave twenty. $5,000 in the name of the DGS. So we're doing very, very well. All you have to do is go to Hardy's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Uh, they should ask you if you will give a dollar for Operation Food Search. They'll give you a little sticker with my Christmas face on it. You can also round up. You can give more than a dollar. It takes $250 to pay for one child for the entire year for the backpack program where they go home with a backpack full of food for them and their siblings. Uh, that's for an entire year. The kid's not going to go hungry for $250. That's not a small amount of money. But if you can afford it or maybe get together everyone at work or maybe a corporation, that would be a really nice thing to do to know that, uh, I mean, an actual child. So many times these things can be very faceless and nameless, but... Someone named Troy, who's not going to have uh, any food on the weekends, will have a full belly because of you. So thank you for all of that. Uh, speaking of food, George May, he is here, food and wine editor for St. Louis Magazine and now podcaster. How that's going? Yeah, podcaster. Mr. Podcaster to you. <laughs> it's going great. You know, we've got two episodes in and, uh, you know, the response has been great. And I just, we don't know if it's any good or not. Just, just tell us. Just tell us it's great or we 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 stink. You know, I'm I'm fine with it. I just want to know. Here, you want my advice? Yeah. Twenty four years of broadcasting. <laughs> don't broadcast. Don't even think about it. Just talk. Yeah, and that's what do you I look have. like? I'm broadcasting. No, you no, you don't. Yeah, you just go, man. Yeah, you just, just do you're the same like thing. a wind up toy. Just talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what we're doing. But yeah, there comes a point where it's like. Wait, I got nothing, nothing else to say. But at least it's a, it's a, an edited thing. Yeah. So if you start to stutter, stammer, or, or you got nothing, mm-hmm. you just, you know, wait till you've got something. It's not like live yeah. radio, right? Who is your second podcast? Um, so the second one was uh, we talked. It, it dropped a couple days ago, and we thought we'd talk about turkeys. <laughs> Where to get them, mm-hmm. where to get fresh birds, you know, mm-hmm. how you do it. Uh, are there heritage birds anymore? Not too much. There used to be a couple years ago. What's a heritage bird? That's a, that's a bird that's uh, really way, raised like a wild turkey. Okay. You know, in the, I mean. Wagyu tr- of turkey? Yes. It, it's, that's exactly right. It's the, it's the heirloom tomato of, yeah. of, of turkeys. But uh, you don't see them too much. Well, that's, you know, they're around. They just didn't make it this year. How to brine it. You know, uh, I've always wet brined turkeys. Mm-hmm. Same. It's not the way to go. 
Hmm. Wet brining, you know, adds a lot of moisture, but it kind of waters down the flavor. So and I didn't know this, and neither did Cheryl Bear, my co-host. We've been doing this because we thought that's what we mm-hmm. should do. You, you dry brine a turkey. That's how you do it. That's how the pros do it. And I thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. It's something we learned, so I assume the listeners did too. Mm-hmm. And then how to, you know, cook it. You know, she smokes it, and I'll, you know, roast it, and people spatch yeah. And um, that's kind of fun to do. So anyway, we, we, we got into all that, and then we, we started talking about pairing turkeys with uh, pairing turkey with wine mm-hmm. and talked about, I said, we just did this whole Missouri wine, you know, uh, expose, and, mm-hmm. and it with, with, I think it was the October issue, Here, here's all these places you can go in Missouri. I said, let's pair it with, uh, let's pair this turkey with Missouri wines. And Cheryl goes, oh, I'm, you know, hey, I'm not, I don't know. I need to be convinced I'm not a big fan. It was, it was a perfect setup because yeah. what did we do? We called Cat Neville, who is the state's leading authority on Missouri wines. And mm-hmm. so she's answered that, that question a hundred times. She answered it for Cheryl. Cheryl goes, mm, okay, I'm coming, coming around. And Cheryl, or uh, uh, Cat, you know, recommended several Missouri wines to go with turkey. Specific wines from specific places, which yeah. I didn't know she'd do because you sometimes make enemies I mean, doing that. Don't you that. think, uh, I mean, I know kind of the history of it, that the, the Germans came over and just kept walking until they hit the wine country out in Washington and went, yeah, in this, is, this is it. Yeah. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, it seems that when the wine country uh, really started, and at least when I was a young man going out there, it was more like Six Flags. And oh, by the way, we got some wine. And it's really sweet and easy to drink, but pretty low quality, but you don't care because you're a bunch of beer drinkers. Well, yeah, and you're out there for the experience, and it's right. beautiful. And, and there's nothing just, wrong with that. Let's just go out to the country and have a good time. Oh, you have wine? Okay, we'll have some of that. But they've really caught up now with making some really good they, wines. They have, and, and but you know, you have to remember that this isn't Napa Valley. We can't raise Cabernet grapes here. Uh, we have our own grapes that work well with this climate, and you have to just... just Accept that and deal with that. And and I ask, you know, something that's happening a lot, though, is a lot of these wineries, Missouri wineries, are importing grapes from California mm. and mixing them with now. Missouri grapes. Yeah. So it's like, is that really called a Missouri wine? Eh, it gets a little, mm-hmm. the semantics get into it a little bit. But, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of great wines. Uh, you know, the Missouri, the quality of Missouri wines has increased uh, exponentially, but you know, at the end of the day, I asked this to a to, to a, a wine owner, a, a winery owner, uh, five or seven years ago. I said, you know, why don't you guys make drier wines for us folks that like dry wines? And he said, look around. Everybody was drinking sweet wine. Yeah. Every, everybody, you know, they had a few. They weren't selling them. Mm-hmm. He said, that's what sells, so mm-hmm. that's what we make. But Get it. Again, it's 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 that that uh, mentality is is shifting. It's coming around. There's There's a couple places in Missouri that specialize in dry wines, and that's... That's a, you know, that's a sea change. So yeah. anyway, it's uh so we got into all the, all kinds of stuff like that. And, and it was, it was really fun to kind of do a deep dive into Thanksgiving. So that's, that was episode two. Thank you very much for asking. You ever, <laughs> has anyone ever made a turkey that looked like a TV turkey? What's a TV? Oh, you mean uh, the like perfect Brady good. Bunch, <laughs> perfectly formed, browned everywhere? No, mine's always got, you know, it's, it's. It's like it's been in a car accident. Yeah, it's browned heavily on one Even if side, it's good. and and it looks this is like wait that part didn't get cooked, and then what we talked about was spatchcocking turkeys, which is basically a butterfly turkey. You want to see a weird turkey on a platter? I'm look, a fan look at of that, that one. 
it, it's a great thing to do because mm-hmm. it does cook uniformly, which yeah. that's that's the secret. But you don't have that 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 beautiful turkey on on a platter, you know. Yeah. A, a fat bird is better than a flat bird. So I, I think I made that one up on my podcast, and I was very proud of myself for saying that. But anyway, yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's a great thing to do, but you just can't bring it out and present it. It's like, what happened to that turkey? Who what else ran were, over that thing? What else are we talking about? Um, well, we, um, we I mean, it was an unbelievable week uh, in the restaurant business, and usually this is kind of a slow time, people ramping up for Thanksgiving, and... I counted, and, and I know I was really busy, and, and we usually put out an article a day, five articles a week or so is what I try to do. We put out 12 in a week, which is unbelievable. That's a lot of stuff going on. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's like it's, it's feast or famine. But anyway, it's, it's, it's been a crazy week. The, the one thing that, I, um, that we announced, and this was kind of fun, Billy Bush is at it again. Billy Bush, you know, the, the crafted guy mm-hmm. and the, the – the beer air, obviously, uh, he opened up Bush Family Brewing and Distilling in Defiance, which he said he was going to do mm-hmm. pre-COVID. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to brew this Kreftig beer out there. We're going to do a distillery, and I don't know, Rachel. Do you remember that? Um, do you remember the reality show Bush Family Brewed B R E W E D? And that was the whole premise of that is his whole family was going to get involved in this. He's got seven kids. Oh, it's just this great family is very close, and that's what they were going to do. And then COVID hit, and 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 Kreftig went out of business. And I thought, oh boy, that just shot the, you know, took the knees right out of that deal. But um, he did open this uh, uh, brewery and distillery. The distillery isn't, isn't quite ready yet, but that ha- that opened a couple weeks ago, and it's really nice out there. You know, these guys don't, you know, they don't mess around. He's got the money to do it right, and, and he did. And um, it's it, it's a giant uh, tasting room, and you know, there's uh, there there's it's kind of like you know I don't know if they want me to call it this, but I'd call it almost a mini Grant's farm because there's there's hmm. anim- there's animals everywhere. Hmm. There's there's llamas and there's there's goats and baby doll sheep and I said so what else are you gonna you gonna bring buffalo out like you did at Grant's farm? He goes yeah we're gonna do buffalo cool. and he goes and maybe even some black bear. <laughs> that just made me laugh. I went good good for you. He goes no they're they're around you know we we can we can do that anyway. That just struck me as very odd. And of course there's Clydesdales out there too. You you said tasting and it made me think. Um, in the last 10 years or so when I would watch like Chef's Table and I was really into food television and everything important was a tasting menu. It was, it's going to be $300 per person and we're going to give you 12 courses and it's going to be a, and it'll, and it'll be four a, hours. a bite of foam. And yeah. did that ever catch on in St. Louis? Is it happening at all? It or caught is it- on and then it went away and now it's kind of catching on again. Uh uh, in, in a lesser degree, because, you know, the chefs have heard, you know, people like t- to have all these little tastes, but they don't want to sit around for three hours to do it. So they've abbreviated the 15 courses have, has become mm-hmm. five or six or seven. And they're just little this little bites. People like to, as I say, eat, eat off the left side of the menu. They like a bunch of little appetizer type things and may not want a big honking steak. So, yeah, there's there's a couple restaurants in town that are that are specializing in that and and have shifted to that model. And quite honestly, I think part of it is is to get the check average up because hmm. traffic's down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prices are up, and and we're all wondering what the heck we're going to do because none of us can afford to go out to eat as much as we yeah. did. So they're they're trying to capitalize on that. A place called the, the Lucky Accomplice is is switched to a 
you know, a kind of a tasting menu prefix format. And I uh, don't know how it's going for him, but I, I know that, uh, uh, you know, it must be going fine because he's still doing it. He's been doing it for several months. I don't balk at price as much, but... Man, I do. Phoebe was in town, and uh, she loves the grilled cheese and Panera Bread. Okay, let's get Panera Bread. So I'm looking at the menu, and a sandwich and a soup and a sandwich... It, it's, that's Abbott and Costello stuff, right? I mean, like a soup and a sandwich. It doesn't get easier or more Americana right, than right, that. Right, right, right. It was $18. <laughs> wow. See? And, and I just could like, I, I'll pay $18. That doesn't bother you? For an entree all day, but I couldn't. No, I gagged at it. I yeah, couldn't pay yeah. 18 bucks for a soup and a sandwich. Yeah. It's, I think that, that you know, you're talking about, you know, how, how, how tipping is just, everybody's just wide-eyed and like, this has to stop. This is, where is it going to end? I'm kind of seeing, seeing that, and I'm saying it too with, with pricing, but you can't fault the, the restaurant for charging what they need to charge yeah, to they stay in make business. Money. But boy, it's not going to keep the public from, from carping about it. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, I get that, that all the time, you know, where do we go, where... We're not going to, it's not going to cost us a hundred bucks to have a couple tacos and a couple beers. Good luck. And it's right. That, that list is short. So yeah. And, and, you know, we're talking, Rachel was, was talking a little bit earlier with me about Thanksgiving and, you know, what do you do? (laughs) I think that ship has sailed. It's, it's Wednesday and Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't made some plans, chances are you're, you're SOL, but I did look up on, I think it was Open Table. You know, you can do that. You can just punch up a Open Table, punch up a date, and, and just They'll kind tell of, you what's open. And we'll tell you what's open. Just say, uh, you know, St. Louis or Chicago or mm-hmm. wherever you want. And uh, um, there are some places that have availability. I'm not talking the, 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 the brunch meal. That's that's would, pretty sewn Would up, you guys but, feel weird having a completely non-Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving? Mm. going to an Asian place, going to a burger place. It's so ingrained in my DNA. The answer is probably yes. Mm-hmm. For instance, you know, if I was, everybody said, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Or, you know, where's, what's the food guy going to do on Thanksgiving? You know, I usually cook. I'm not cooking. We're going to go out to eat. But like every other procrastinating St. Louis, and I don't know, I don't know where we're going to go yet. We're going to end up Still probably now, huh? sitting at the bar, sitting at a bar in some, you know, Ruth's yeah. Chris, a nicer place is probably where we'll be. But, uh, you know, we're, I, you know, consider myself an industry person and we, we, we hang out at the bar. So, but yeah, I'll be eating, whether I'm at Oceano, which is a seafood place, I'll be eating turkey and dressing for sure. Yeah, I've never done that. I've never just like gone full, you know, ethnic on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. How about you? Are you, are you making dinner or what are you doing? I'm picking it up at Capital Grill. Okay. Yeah, Marine and Phoebe were in Hawaii. You, you might see me at the bar there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you can just take a little bit out of my to-go stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting uh, an interesting holiday. It's, it's kind of one of those holidays. It's a little bit like you know, kind of like New Year's Eve. You know, there's a. You got to be careful how I say this. You know, not as savvy of you know less savvy diners are out on on those nights. So service tends to be a little slower because the servers are taking more time with these tables because there's more questions and you know and and you know grandma's there and the kids are running around. So it's it's you it's one of those. Um, uh, shifts that you have to be very patient on yeah thanksgiving either either lunch or dinner it doesn't matter so again and that's people aren't patient anymore you know who's got the best pies in town Mm, that's tough um you mean restaurant wise i i i I don't know i mean i know sugar fire pie makes great pies um 
I love the pies at um, Pint Size Bakery. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of great. Uh, Didn't you just go uh, there recently? Need mm-hmm. Need Need has has great uh, uh, pastries and pies, but um, yeah, I'm I'm not a super big. You put a pie in front of me and I'll eat it, but I don't like go seeking out pies. You know, and and on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I'm I'm good for anything you want to put in front of me, including mincemeat, which is hey. I'm the only guy eating that pie. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, have a great one. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Have a good uh, holiday. See you. 426 DGS went long with George there. Uh, what do you got? Okay, I have some audio. I just think this is pretty good. It's it's from a Wendy's where they've started using AI in the drive-thru. And this person says they, it sounds like the Wendy's robot that they're talking to kind of gets an attitude with them. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Anything else? Can I make the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger Biggie Bag a medium, please? Anything else? That will be, actually, I would also like to add a medium fry. Anything else? Anything else? That will be it. This is the best part. Sorry, do you want anything else? No. Great. Please pull up to the next window. Yeah. We're not there yet. A little little casual, a little attitude. Yeah, we're not there yet. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with inflection and just, you know, the whole, like, anything else. Yeah. If a human said that to me, I'd be like, are you having a good day? Because it sounds like you're having a hard time. And I wonder if we're doing this primarily because, for whatever reason... We just can't find people who want to work at a drive-thru or if it's the great taking over of, okay, we can finally get rid of all these human pieces of crap who cause me problems and don't show up and just use computers. I think it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, I don't want to work in a drive-thru. And if you can, if you have all these open jobs and it's like, all right, let's go get the highest paying one. Like, it's no surprise to me that there's all these vacancies. Yeah. And now we have the technology to try and fill in the gaps. Yeah, that's. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Not impressive.
No, not at all. I would not. If, if that happened to me at a drive-thru, I wouldn't go back through that same yeah, drive-thru. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. 436 DGS, last show until uh, next Monday. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Obviously, we will do a best of. And then on Friday, there's a football game. Uh, and then Wheeler will be back, and we'll have the whole team back together, mm-hmm. reminding you uh, to please keep up the good work with Operation Food Search. Sorry if I'm harping on this, but it's the one time of year that I will unabashedly harp uh, because uh, if if my harping causes uh, uh, you to go give a dollar, that is going to help. That's going to be a meal because uh, Judy and her friends at Operation Food Search can turn $1 into 10 and that's a meal. And if you give 10, then that is a meal for a whole family. And so that's just kind of the way it works. And this time of year, you may be doing uh, worse than you did last year. But if you can afford a buck, give a buck. I I think they're such great teaching moments for kids. Uh, you're, you're not born understanding what charity is and how people have needs and what you do. And that's something I was always careful with the kids, you know, to take them along to things. And uh, here's how it works. And look, you know, we're doing pretty well now, but we could need help at any time. Life is unpredictable and it tends to blindside you on a Tuesday and just always try to be kind to everyone. I always I come back to this. My, my brother was uh, estranged from the family for a, a very long time. And after his death, we actually found a uh, uh, deposition that he gave when he was injured at a uh, tire factory. And it turns out he was homeless for about six months when he was first moved to Tucson. And he was living in a park and he was, you know, you know, getting money and he was trying to live on a pound of hamburger, you know, every two days or something. And I didn't know that was going on. So my own brother was out there in need. I didn't know it. My parents didn't know it or we would have helped him. Uh, and I always think that when I see a homeless person or someone who's going to need Operation Food Search, that's somebody's Keith, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Someone may not know it. So you getting a... Frisco burger or a uh, cinnamon raisin biscuit is going to feed someone's loved one, and they may not even know it. So uh, what do you got? Uh, let's see here. A tale of two targets. I saw, again, on Business Insider, they're giving me a lot of show prep today, but I saw an article, uh, someone wrote about the difference between a target in New York City versus a target in, like, Kentucky or something, huh. and the differences were in New York City, everything's locked up, they have less of a selection, but it's on, like, several floors, and it's maybe, like, a little more... Uh, chic and yeah. cool because it's in New York City. But then in Kentucky, there's way bigger selection. Nothing's locked up. There might be the same kind of uh, restrictions on things. Like in both places, baby formula, you could only buy four packages. But in New York, it's locked up. In Kentucky, it's unlocked. Uh, and, of course, you have the giant parking lot. You have carts. In New York, they don't really have carts. They have little... Uh, baskets and you have to pay for a bag not so in the in the suburban store but it got me to thinking have you guys ever had an experience where it's like oh i know what this store is like and then you go to a different part of the country or something and it's totally different oh yeah i mean when we were in lawrence kansas two visits ago and uh sweet little college town i like everything about it really nice and phoebe's like i could really use a target run let's go it was the nicest Target I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you did tell us that. It was like a Saks Fifth Avenue. Like, it was spotlessly clean, and just the shelves were full, and everyone was nice. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? 
I had another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. I want to know what the last thing was that made you oddly happy, like a little thing. For me, it was I, I got food the other day, and when they gave me my bag, they had just written my name and drawn a smiley face on it, hmm. and it made my night. I was like, oh, that's really nice that you took the extra second to do that. You hmm, guys have anything sweet. like that that put a smile on your face recently? Hmm. Or maybe we could just talk about what we're most thankful for because Thanksgiving is tomorrow. <sighs> Moses tried making me a candle, which was very mm-hmm. sweet, but it's a terrible candle. He he yeah. has no opposable thumbs. He's got no thumbs. He's, <laughs> yeah. just, he's just slapping at it. Yeah, he just, I don't know what he's even trying to do. Um, <laughs> you told him. You said, this is pathetic. I really believed you for a second. I was like, wow, the dog. Wow, what a smart. <laughs> yeah, that knew, is wild. I knew they were smart dogs, but wow. Um, gosh, specific th- things. Um, I am very thankful that Phoebe's doing well in college. Anyone who's ever sent a child to college, you never know when your kid's going to be the one who goes ape crap and flunks out (laughs) or who is so depressed they move back home, uh, who has terrible roommates and they're miserable. And I was afraid of all those things because I'm a worrier and I'm a catastrophizer. So I'm very happy she's happy. I'm very happy that Nick's happy and he seemed to have found his place in the world and his girlfriend moved back from Chicago. And so, yeah, I think uh, you're only as happy as your saddest kid. And so mine are doing pretty well. So I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome. You know what I was super thankful for after getting back from Japan? I wasn't necessarily expecting this, but it gave me a huge appreciation for what we do here. Just being away from the show for as long as I was. I took nine business days off, which is the longest I've ever been away from the DGS. The whole time I've been on the show, you know, going on eight years now. And having that time away really made me super thankful for what I do and super grateful to be here and like have a, a bigger appreciation for you guys. That's the way it's supposed to work. I mean, yeah. for real. Yeah. I mean, how awful would it be to be gone that long and come back and be like, right. Ugh, or if you work. spend no two weeks away from your spouse, and you come back and you're like, Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it when I was away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Andrew. Uh, you know, I'm also, I'm a worrier. I'm a stressor, but when I really like take stock of things, I guess I'm thankful because there's not there's not really anything wrong in my life, you know. Oh wow! I I'm I'm in a I'm happily married. I have a great family that I love. I'm very close with them, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, you know, I love my job. I love what I get to do. I'm I'm happy there, and I feel like those are like the the big like if you can lock down, you know, being being personally ha- having a yeah happy. having a job that you like, and then also not being unhappy outside of work too. I just feel like if you can lock those two things down, it's like, you know, what are you so worried about all the time? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm like radio's amateur philosopher, but life to me, it's almost like being thrown into a basketball game, but you've never seen the sport before. Mm -hmm. You, You don't just start making layups. You're like, why is there a hoop? Do I kick it? Can I knock a guy down? And then at some point, you kind of learn the game, and some things go your way, some things don't. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Like, you, you start to realize what matters in the game the same way you start to realize what matters in life. And I think we don't compartmentalize enough. I think it's too easy to look at the big picture, and you think, oh, I don't have as much money as I want to have, or whatever it might be. But, like, it's okay to compartmentalize a little bit and look at 
but you know what? This part of life, this aspect of what I'm, I'm doing, I've kind of locked that down. I've kind of totally nailed that. And like, yeah, I'm maybe not as satisfied with this part over here, but you know, yeah. When you look at, when you break it down into smaller sections and you go, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Well, what about yeah. this? And it's like, well, you know what? These, I, I, maybe this thing I'm not, I'm working on, but these three things over here. It kinda, also helps to <clears throat> broaden your perspective and not compare yourself to people who live in your neighborhood, oh, yeah. but compare yourself to the world. Like no one I know pulled their kid out of rubble this week. Yeah. Uh, everyone had enough to eat. You know, there's, mm-hmm. uh, I have my problems with the country. I have my problems with the way we run the country, but thank God I was born here. Mm-hmm. Thank God I live yep. here. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.